Hey, man. Hey, how's it going, man? Good, man. How you doing? Oh, it's been a weird day. How so? Oh, I just like, started out in a really bad mood and things just kept happening to make me happy and it's pissing me off. Is always very beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where, you know, sometimes it really feels like I'm a time traveler that's been sent from the future to be annoyed. <laughs> That'd be disappointing. <laughs> Believe me, it is. <laughs> of all the things that sense of it, you know what, we have the technology. Let's send this guy back, right in his memory so he doesn't know he's from the future. We're going to send back just to piss him off. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're so right about everything all the time, it just gets redundant. You know what I mean? Yeah. How is uh, Stormy Ontario doing today? Well, I'm sitting in my car. It is minus 19 without the wind chill. Right. About minus 28, I think, with the wind chill. It's fucking cold. Right. Do they do that thing there where they go, it's minus 19, but it feels like minus 28? Yeah, it's annoying as shit. It's probably minus fucking 28. Then it's minus 28. Don't do that. That's a fucking bullshit weatherman thing. They invented to sound like they do something for a living. Um... It's, uh, if it, if it, that's, the weather is just what you feel. Like, the, the temperature, that's exactly what it is. It's what you, so if it feels like minus 28, then it's fucking minus 28. Yeah, the only difference is, is I mean, like, I can stand outside when that was without the wind. I mean, it, it's cold as fuck, but, you know, it's fine. It's no big deal. If I'm walking, I'm fine. If I'm moving, it's all good. You, that wind hits you. Jesus, it goes right through you. I hear that. Uh, believe it or not, we are forecasting snow for Sunday. Yeah, fucking snow. You guys got like what? You got like a fucking centimeter and the whole fucking province up there. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> the, bus <laughs> all, there. <laughs> the bus is all stopped running. It's cold, closed. Parents are freaking out. We don't handle it well here. Um, well, you really don't. <laughs> well, I thought it was brilliant that your uh, your school district wouldn't let the drivers uh, drive because it was unsafe, but they didn't close the schools. They just parked yeah. the school buses. That's right. Okay, you're, it's not safe enough for your drivers, but it's safe enough for my kids? Absolutely, because once they're in school, they're fine. They can come in and do what they need to. Right, as long as they make it there without getting plowed by, what did you say, 18 cars the last pile up you talked about? Yep. <laughs> and that was just at a minor intersection. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. They did the same thing in Manitoba. My, uh, my family was complaining on the Facebook and the Twitter. Speaking of which, to my family who does tend to listen once in a while, hi, thank you for the birthday wishes. Um, 
<laughs> nice. Even my own family thinks it's my birthday. Um, but thank you for the kind wishes. I, I, they're much appreciated. I will read them again in June and feel very good about myself when you don't call. Oh, that is so fucking funny. Um, speaking of calling, 604 is the number to call, and uh, you can shoot us an email, ericandgord at outlook.com. Get us on the Twitter, at Hunt underscore Brennan. Um, or on the Facebook, Podcast with Eric and Gord. Or 80 other different ways you can reach us through any of the uh, 10 websites we're now featured on. Um, that's just the ones that Anchors advertise. We're actually on quite a few more than that. I believe the tally is somewhere around 40. But it is mostly made possible by our good friends at Anchor.fm. Um... And we we do love Anchor. And let me just be um, the, well, not the first, but one um, to point out that these emails that we're asking for, these likes on Facebook, these hits on Twitter, these all equal dollars in our pockets. And um, what dollars in our pockets, uh, we're not taking any of that money. That's that's all getting converted into prizes and, and fund for you guys. So the more you follow through, the the more we're all going to make and have fun together. All right. Eric and Gord at outlook.com. Let's get her going. Let's, uh, let's all have some fun this year. And then for you guys, about five bucks up for grabs. There is $5 up for grabs. First two emails or, or first two, um, questions or comments I get on any platform. You each get a uh, cool five bucks just for reaching out and saying hi. Um, and who knows, uh, the more you guys start, keep checking out our show, the more we make and the more we give. So that could, uh, that could turn into some big dollars soon. Um, that's a we're good story. We're givers. That's what we do. Well, exactly. I want this to just be a, a hour and a half long party every night. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't start it to get rich and I don't expect you to know. It'd be nice. <laughs> I don't expect it. I, I certainly wouldn't complain. <laughs> I'll be happy just with, uh, if I can start making our, uh, what's called, um, CPM is what it's called. That's the actual term. It stands for cost per mile. Uh, okay. And that's, that's what our, our, uh, ad revenue is based on. Wow. Um, anyway. Love to see this shit happen. This is great. Very cool. Thank you guys all, all the 3,000 of you that have tuned in. Uh, keep it up. I promise it'll pay off. And uh, check out uh, YouTube or Facebook or, uh, no, they're not on Instagram. YouTube or Facebook for some great advertisements for Eric and Gord. I'm going to find a way to get those out to a wider audience as soon as I can. Um, but there's been some really neat uh, commercials made for the show. Um, they're, they're fucking awesome. Ah, thank you. All right, enough of that crap. Uh, how? Uh, what's going on in your world? The big news um, happening in the world lately. Um, there's there's not a whole lot of big news. Um, I get to work at a different store on Monday instead of having a day off. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, the nice thing is that they're actually paying me like side money just for taking the gig. Oh, really? So I'm basically getting like, like, well, I technically I can't really discuss how much I'm making, but I'm making. 
you're, you're actually making money for a change, so that's nice. Yeah, so for once, instead of me struggling to bug somebody to buy something, I actually just have to show up and I already got paid. So that's pretty nice. Um, you know who else is making money? Who? Facebook, apparently. You know how? Wow. By monitoring every single move on people's mobile phones. Uh, they were taken to court by Google, or by uh, Apple, and uh, it was proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that they were installing software on people's phones to track every single movement they made. Um, Facebook saying it wasn't a secret um, that people knew what they were doing, but they really didn't. It's hidden in the fucking in the sheet you agree to. Yeah, I never. Uh, I mean, I just go under the assumption somebody's listening. Well, I've been saying from day one, and people have been laughing at me, but I've been saying Facebook is watching. You watch out for Facebook. Facebook's the evil one, and no one would believe me. And now it's it's come out in court. A uh, company called TechCrunch broke the story, and Apple, um, Apple has now banned Facebook from having apps on uh, Apple, like iStore. Really? And uh, they said they are now turning their sites to Google. So we'll yeah, see. What's the fucking difference, though? As soon as, they, as, soon as Facebook dies out, they're just going to get a new one. It's going to do the exact same shit anyway. Well, see, you're absolutely right. And nothing should have changed with Facebook. You, you think uh, all their users weren't, weren't checking their updates uh, while their story was breaking? Of course they were. Um, yeah. This is just, I think this is just Jeff Bezos and his crew. You know, they, they were taking Samsung to court every year for hardware infringement, like copyrights and stuff. I think uh, Apple just likes to go to court. Well, that's how they're probably staying in, basically in fucking in business by just suing everybody else. Fuck it. Pretty much, yeah. As long as they can make other people look bad, then it makes them look good. They don't have to do anything good themselves. They just have to make everybody else look worse. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, Google's saying they have nothing to worry about because um, all developers on Google must be transparent in how they handle users' data. So if they collect it, um, they need full disclosure from the user to uh, to be able to use it for anything. Um, now, I wonder if, again, that's just hidden in the middle of the uh, terms and conditions that nobody on the planet reads. Well, I think that's exactly what it is. Like, I mean, that's... Unless they're, like, actually going to be sending you a specifically worded message saying, hey, just so you know, this is what you're doing by clicking this button. This is exactly what this means. They're not going to do that. It's just put in a list of five, four, five thousand a bullshit-worded bubble jumbo with one sentence that says, oh, by the way, we're taking all your information. Ah. Now, can I, can I play devil's advocate and say that's the price you pay for having Facebook for free? Like, the alternative would be, like, this, this is how they make money and this is how they, uh, they can afford to give it to you for free. Um, if, if the, the alternative would be to pay for it. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that something you think people would do? No, that's already been discussed because as soon as the word went around that they're looking at having a page for Facebook, that was it. Everybody just fucking shut down. It's like, no. So if you want it for free, if you want to be able to do all the stuff that you're doing on Facebook for free, you're not doing it for free. 
You're not well, no. I actually, I believe the first time I brought this up was sometime in March when uh, our little humble po- podcast first started. Um, yep. And I did a full episode all about our friends at Facebook. Um, because they have, their app gives them unlimited power to eavesdrop. Um, it's uh, something you got to be conscious of when you're posting on it. Um, and conscious of if you have it, uh, if you're purchasing anything or talking about purchasing anything, or you're, all that information is getting sent to advertisers and people who are going to try to sell you more shit. Yeah. That's just, that's just happened. I can't, I've had, I can't think of like five exact, like actual examples. I was sitting at my buddy Chris's fucking place one night. We're just sitting there shooting the shit. And we were talking about his speakers. Because he's got these uh, old Paradise speakers, which are just absolutely amazing before Paradise started going downhill. And uh, I'm just talking about Paradise. I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'd like to, you know, one of these guys should be nice to get an old pair of those if they work out so well. And then by the time I got home, it's 20 minutes later, I get home. A paradigm ad shows up on my fucking, on Facebook. My phone wasn't even on. Like, I mean, it was powered on, but it wasn't turned on. Right. So clearly it's fucking listening. And I've had numerous examples of that happening. Ever since I started working at the fucking brick, ever since I've seen the word mattress, I'm getting mattress ads all over the fucking place. Huh. So, no... How do you feel? Because I personally, I've said this on the air before, and I'll say it again and again. I love it. Keep tracking me. I want to be tracked. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm I'm trying to pursue a career in being tracked. So um, it would be hypocritical for me to say I I care about it that much. Are you, do you feel particularly violated? Do you care? I couldn't give a shit in the sense. If I didn't, if I cared at all, plain and simple, I just wouldn't own a cell phone. Or if I did, I'd buy a fucking flip phone that has no internet. Right. I just assume. My phone is in my hand. I'm assuming somebody's listening to it. I just don't care. No, and I, I don't think we should. You know, it's funny. Um, the CEO of an ad- advocacy group called Common Sense said, oh, once again, Facebook's been exposed for putting profits before people. What the fuck do you think the internet is about? Yeah. It's all profits. It's all advertising. That's all it is. The, the things we do on it are the little blips in between the advertisements. Okay. Uh, it's all about profit. It always has been. How, how do people not know this? Because they're fucking stupid and they're not worried about their fucking sexual. Everybody saying that recognize what I think I am right now and they're not worrying about the privacy fucking violation. <laughs> Oh, Which brings me to a fucking point of that fucking about whatever. <laughs> Feel free. Oh, fuck me. So, I posted a fucking thing on Facebook. And, oh, you know, I got taken down. No, no, that, was, that didn't get taken down as much as it just got fucking, uh, uh, I think the link just got, like, Okay, yeah, it wasn't, that, that one wasn't even offensive. That was just fucking stupid. Hang on a second. I, I gotta find a fucking post here because uh, this fucking chick commented on it that I know and it's just fucked. So here's what the comment said. Hey, it says, transgender people just want us to accept them for who they are, yet they couldn't accept themselves for who they were. Right, that's what I brought up the other day. 
Yeah. And here's the comment that got put on it. Please don't post this hateful, bigoted, ignorant shit. You're better than that. Okay. Um, you're going to have to enlighten me on the hateful and bigoted part. Ignorant. The funny thing is, I watched a transgender friend of mine. I actually only have one. Technically, I have two, but I, I, I don't have her phone number anymore. She changed phones, and I never got her new number again. Um, but I asked him about it, and I'm like, dude, what do you think about this? Because he's like a, kind of like a dude now. He was born a girl. He's transferring over into a guy. And I went to him, and he, just, and he started laughing. He's like, yeah, that's pretty much it. He yeah. thought it was funny, because he gets it. It's a fucking joke. It's, it's a tongue-in-cheek joke. Well, of course. And this chick who commented, she writes for a magazine, like an online fucking magazine thing, or whatever the fuck they call it. She writes like a blog thing. And her biggest claim to fame right now is writing about the fucking Bachelor. <laughs> so you're talking about a show that objectifies, objectifies fucking women by placing them all against, so they can all have them all against each other, so they can find for the love of one man in completely unrealistic situation, and you're calling me a hateful, bigoted, ignorant shit? <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Oh, All the fucking head out of your ass. The fact that you're a fucking straight white woman bitching about this shows that you're the fucking problem. You fucking hate transgender on this thing making a fucking issue. I don't hear one fucking person, one source saying transgender people don't like this. Fucking show me proof. Because I spoke to one and he didn't have a fucking problem with it. And it's straight white girl does? Fuck off, honey. <laughs> it's another example of, uh, now I, I wanted to say that we did address this, uh, this statement on, at the end of our last episode and we both agreed that, uh, if you actually believe that statement to be true, then you're uh, you're uh, an idiot. Um, problem. And uh, if you if you have a problem with it, you're just as much of an idiot because it was clearly meant in jest. Um, I I I laughed at first, and then I said, "Well, hey, we should say something about this," and we did. Um, but no, I I don't see hateful. I don't see bigoted. I I don't see ignorant. Um, I see a bachelor fan with too much time on her hands because the show sucks, so she's got nothing better to do than troll the internet. And I understand that, and I'm a big fan of trolling. I agree with it, but... That's just, I mean, what bothers me the most is that you don't, I mean, if anybody who knows me, she's not exactly a close friend. She was a friend of another friend that I was friends with. They're not even friends anymore. First of all, I mean, like, just, everything's just going to fucking hell here. But if you know me in the slightest, you would know that by calling me out on something like this is not going to end up well for you. And she writes for the liberal media. Clearly, because she watches The Fucking Bachelor. Yeah. So... I'm all over this fucking shit. I just haven't responded back because I haven't decided how I'm going to do my exact wording yet. Um, 
Because I want to make sure that I really get my point across by really showing it that she's a fucking problem. Uh, of course you do. And uh, I'm sorry, I, I got to say, once you put yourself out there uh, with something like that, you have to be ready for the backlash that you're going to receive. Um, so I hope she's prepared. I'm sure people have spoken up on your behalf by now. No, no, one person has commented on this shit. Really? Yeah, she's the only person who's going to comment. I have like six people that have like liked and laughed at it. She's the only person that put the shock face and then her comment. Wow, that's surprising to me. Um, I, think, I think it's because everybody's waiting to see what I'm going to do. Yeah, of course. Because that's what most of my friends do. They wait to see me react and then they're like, ah, of course that. <laughs> um, okay, so let me just address everybody. Everybody gather, gather real close to your... Uh, computer or your radio or, or your car speakers, whatever you happen to be listening to us on. I want to I spend some quality time with you guys. Um, the internet, uh, you, you need to be educated on a couple of things, kids. Um, nothing is private ever, okay? Once it's on there, everyone can see it all the time. Um, I don't care what privacy settings you use. I don't care what uh, incognito fucking web browser you think you're getting away with you're not okay it's out there for everybody to see all the time so quit putting your girlfriend's tits on there and uh, quit sending dick pics to your politicians uh, and politicians quit, quit sending dick pics to my children um, no politicians continue to send dick pics we can get rid of you fucking degenerate that's true too um, <laughs> now okay nothing is private and, and no internet company um, this is a newsflash. I don't want people to be too surprised by this. No internet company on the planet fucking gives a shit about you. It's all money. It's all about money. Um, keep that in mind. Profit before people at all times, at all costs. It's not that difficult. If you don't like it, stay off the goddamn web. Pull your phone and down. If you're offended by all these little things that actually offend you and you're bothered by little shit, especially little shit like this that's clearly not that, that if things aren't being said in the, like, if you hear a song from the 19 fucking 40s and you say that's racist, you can't say it anymore, you're a fucking problem. You yes. need to get your head out of your ass, stop on the internet, Go to fucking school and learn something and get a fucking job. I want everyone to remember uh, something. I mean, it's not seriousness. Uh, I'm a comedian. This is a comedy show. Um, now, I do like to educate, and I do have very strong opinions. I like to be as honest as I can. But at the end of the day, it's a comedy show. We do it to get a rise. We do it to get a laugh. And uh, that's it. our social media presence is exactly the same. Um, yeah, do I hate vegans? Yes, yes I do. But I don't, you know, off the air when I'm not being uh, hyperbolized, I, I, I don't sit down and have dinner with a vegan, I don't, as long as I don't talk about it. Like, it's, it's, it's jokes for the most part, people, all right? You have to be able to sift through the funny and what's not funny. If we, if we get so PC about it uh, that, that, that we have to start really whitewashing all these little jokes, then all of a sudden nothing is funny. And we can start doing it to you 
about every little thing. God, the Bachelor affinity on so many levels. Uh, it really does set the women's uh, suffrage movement back about 150 years. Yeah. Um, these uh, 30 or so women pining for this guy. Uh, it's it's a, it's an embarrassment to women and all the this is yeah it really is and your marriages are being arranged by television networks and by the way go back and look at all the winners who have stayed together after the show ends and they get the million dollar check uh, yeah. fucking ridiculous uh, I think out of all the seeds I think there's what one I don't even know this is why I said the other night, I will gladly sign a, a petition for women's equality as soon as they all sign a petition admitting they don't deserve it. They're going to subscribe yeah. to this kind of bullshit. Call me fucking, call me fucking ignorant when you're fucking writing with a goddamn bachelor. Oh my God. I can't, oh my God. I'm so bothered by that. Your career is based off of a fucking TV show about promoting sexist. Fuck you. <laughs> and this fucking twat, fucking whore cunt. Fuck me. Okay. Sorry. Why not? Fuck that bitch. I can't fucking believe it. I'm just, I'm fucking stupefied over that somebody would fucking actually pull that shit. And claim themselves as being morally, more morally fucking sound when they promote the fucking bachelor. I mean, come on. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind. Jesus. And you can send your questions to comment there, Eric and Gordon, at Outlook.com. Um, and follow Gord on Facebook. Uh, you can get linked to his page through our page podcast with Eric and Gord or Eric and Gord. What if we're right? Yeah, we're currently running two Facebook pages, and you can link uh, to Gord's personal page if you like uh, via that way. I'm not going to give out his personal page, but there's a link to it. Um, and be ready for anything you get on Facebook. Um, I've only ever had one person block me. Um, the, the infamous, and uh, for the most part, people tend to go along with uh, with what we say. Um, and and let me venture forth the uh, wild idea that uh, we're probably right, kids. So get used to it. That's it. Time to put on your fucking panties. Put on them big panties. <laughs> put off the bachelor. Come on. My God. <laughs> Stop being so bigoted. Oh, God, I feel like jumping off a bridge. Oh, I, I do too. I'm one of those people at the end of my funeral going, it's because he was a bigot! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cool. I, 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 God, what if you're right? I wouldn't be fucking surprised about that thing. Um, I, I, I thought for a while things were getting better, but I think I don't know if it's uh, the Me Too movement or what has shifted us back into this goddamn pursuit of um, mostly false and absolutely destructive political correctness, which is, does way more harm than good at the end of the day. Yeah, but it's not just political correctness, though. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's actually past that point. It's, 
it's the, I feel this way, so therefore everybody has to. It's not even being about politically correct as much as it's the weakest people of society dictating how society works. No. You're weak. That's why you take offense to things, because you're weak. And uh, it always seems to be part of the stronger society, and you wouldn't be bothered by petty shit and writing what the fucking bats were. Well, that's why it always seems to be, uh, yeah, generally single white women. <laughs> um, yeah. You were coming up with the things that we're supposed to be offended by and the things that uh, we're not supposed to say, the things we can't do on television, et cetera, et cetera. It's, uh, it's never the group that the, the joke is targeting that ever has anything to say about it. No, fucking really. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's comical to me. It's not, but it is. Um, it's not because we're being hamstrung by, by um, a group of people that are essentially becoming you know obsolete. Funny. You know what's fucking funny, Eric? One of the most racist jokes, I have to say, the most racist jokes ever was sold to me by a black man, and it's a racist joke against black people. Oh, of course. So, I mean, I can pull off, like, the most offensive joke I heard, no, no, the most offensive joke I heard about a Christian was by a Muslim, and that was awesome. Which, for the record, I actually want to share. Can I share that one? Because I love that joke. Uh, you can. With, uh, that's the thing, everybody. Keep in mind, you can share whatever you want on our little podcast. Um, it might come with a caveat that we don't share your view, but feel free to share anything you like on my show. What's better to have? A picture of Jesus or the real thing? <laughs> I don't know. What's better? A picture, because you only need one nail to hang him. <laughs> now you should remember that because you were with me when we heard that joke that's true we had a cab ride coming back I forgot about the cab driver <laughs> oh my <laughs> god that was back when I was a drinker I yeah, forgot that cab driver was terrible oh that was the best because we were talking about there's no good jokes against white people yeah. And he's like, well, I kind of know. And I'm like, what's that? And then he spit that joke out. I'm like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. I had just warned us. I forgot it. I was completely silent. <laughs> I think they're under the camera. It was, that was amazing. Yeah, I posted that shit on fucking Facebook the next, that night. And oh my God, the reactions were priceless. I had people that were all types of mad at me for that. And it was great. Oh, of course. Yeah, my family lose their minds. Um, <laughs> I am not ever allowed to comment on Jesus. <laughs> he's uh, he's a big deal in my mom's life, um, and we just don't make fun of him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I love that joke so much. That is uh, that is that is brilliant. Yeah. Um, God, I forgot about that guy now. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know how to, how to wrap this up. I think, uh, people just, uh, unfortunately, um, I think these people are, um, they, they, there's a condition for them. Um, 
God yeah, damn it. Colonialism. No, no, there's an actual condition that, that a lot of these people uh, tend to suffer from. And I, I, I'm drawing a blank right now. I can't think of it. Uh, Kruger, something Kruger. The Chad Kruger syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kruger. No, it's... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to think of it. Sorry, well, we'll move on for a second. I'll come back to it in a minute. Um, but it, you know, it's a, it's a it's a an actual thing that was being studied in the fifties. I don't uh, <laughs> and beyond where uh, <clears throat> where people are too stupid to realize they're stupid. Uh, you know, like uh, it, it was actually people with what they called at the time a mental retardation who were um, they didn't know they had it because they're so retarded they don't know they're retarded. <laughs> um, if you follow the bachelor religiously, you're retarded. <laughs> yeah, right? But uh, do you know you're retarded, or are you so retarded that you can't even tell that you're retarded? <laughs> that's uh, that, that's retarded right there. <laughs> <laughs> the definition. Retardation isn't based off of IQ anymore. It's based off of what you watch. <laughs> well, I'm going through the same thing now. Um, we're giving out tablets to uh, kindergarten kids, so basically your, your IQ is what you watch. Um, when I first, um, keep in mind, I was, I was in a bad relationship and I wasn't feeling good about myself or anything around me for that point. And um, I was stoned out of my fucking mind one afternoon. And I caught an episode of Jersey Shore, and I, and I watched, because I've seen the commercial, I'm like, I've never watched this fucking shit. Oh, and I saw wow. the commercial, and I'm like, oh my fucking God, this is like the greatest shit show I've ever seen in my life on TV. And I got my ex-wife when we were together, and I, I, we sat down, we ended up becoming, to the point of almost becoming fans. Yeah. And I remember at the time thinking to myself, oh my God, what have I just become? Like, I, I just... I've become that person that I hate because here I am watching a bunch of fake tanning fucking white people that think they're, I don't know what the fuck they think they are. I don't know. And I, I believe I told you at one time or another that my lovely ex was such a fan, um, her, her family would get around, would get together and dress as their favorite uh, Jersey Shore person and watch yes. the show together. Um, so I have, um, unfortunately, uh, I have to admit, I have seen all, I believe it was four seasons of it, or five seasons, uh, whatever it was, I've seen them all. Yeah, I have to. I did watch the reunion when they did that, I, I, I am proud to say. But the main reason is because I just didn't have the internet. I didn't have uh, TV at the time. <laughs> yeah, it kind, of, it kind of came and went uh, without me noticing too, thankfully. And now uh, our, our good buddy, the situation, is uh, he's in jail. Yes. And one of the, I think Ronnie's going to jail too for assault. And, uh, and uh, the situation, he didn't pay his uh, tax situation. And he's going to do some time for that, so... Yeah, exactly. He ended up coming out with um, admitting that he had a, uh, a drug problem. Well, um, 
he did a, um, well, he did a, uh, what the fuck was it? It was one of those celebrity roasts. Oh, yeah? And he got up and he had a, he had a thing on it. And, oh, my God. First of all, all the, all the actual real roasters, they just, for the most part, stop for them except for one guy who barely did it because he's like, you're not even really worth my time to do this, so fuck you. Which oh, was wow. the fucking burn of all of it. And then the situation got up to do his roast, and it was fucking terrible. Really? Like, I mean, it was painful to fucking listen to because nothing about it was funny. They were just bad jokes on top of, like, just obvious bad jokes. Oh, my God, it was great. I mean, but I was wondering if you could tell someone else agree. Those are always my favorite. Which, yeah. It's clear whoever's telling them got them handed to them 10 minutes before they went on the show. And, uh... It's clearly written by someone else on their behalf. They always just come off in a fucking train wreck. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of a celebrity role. It's right back to the old Dean Martin one. It's a brilliant form of comedy, in my opinion. Um, but I do love to see people crash and burn on them, too. Oh, it's so worth it when you watch those. You know, it's like... Um uh, Gilbert Gottfried, he was doing one of the roasts, and in the middle of it, um, he he spit out a, a, a it was, this was it was like a, two months or a month after nine eleven, and he spit out a nine eleven joke, and the crowd shrieked. They booed, they hissed, they were mad as fucking hell for him. He lost his Aflac fucking commercial sponsorship, and uh, just lost. It basically ruined his career. You're kidding me. <laughs> Oh, no, it was spectacular. Um, that's, that's why, uh, by the way, Gilbert Gottfried was not approached to be any part of the new live-action Aladdin movie. Yeah, that was because of that joke. And the best thing was, is when he did the joke and the crowd reacted, do you know what he did to fix it? No. He stood into the, to the comedian's joke about, uh, called The Aristocrat. Oh, God, he is one of the godfathers of that joke. Yeah, so he spit, he just jumped right on into that one, and uh, and it was just awesome. Like, I mean, it, you've already fucked everything up, so you might as well just ruin sure. it. <laughs> uh, there's a brilliant documentary, if you guys don't know what Gord's talking about. It's just called The Aristocrats, um, and I highly suggest you watch it if you uh, enjoy comedy. <laughs> Wait for Bob Saget. <laughs> um, Sarah Silverman had a good one on there. Um, Nobody beats Bob Saget because hearing Bob Saget spit that joke out is just amazing. There, uh, I don't know if anyone knows the actual truth behind the uh, inception of the the aristocrats. Even in that documentary, they never do establish where it actually came from. But what a, uh, what a just brilliant idea. Um, I know we yeah. had, a, we, we tried to come close, but not with a storytelling joke. Just often comedians will try to get together and offend each other. And yeah. uh, it's, it's not easily done. The best comedians still do it, but yeah, it's uh, it's the greatest. It is truly, it's the greatest joke in the world. It's so there's no limits to it. There's no there's nothing that's taboo. The whole point is to be taboo. That's the whole point. Yeah, that's awesome. 
sometimes. It's got its time and place, but uh, I like going down that road once in a while. I've, I've told you my infamous joke that almost won me a contest. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've told it on the air. I don't think I should, but uh, maybe someday. If you want to be a bitch about it. <laughs> well, this will this will get me uh, real big in with the Me Too crowd. Hey, Me Too people, uh, you can send your comments and questions to uh, Eric and Gord at Outlook dot com, or uh, get in touch with me on Facebook directly. Uh, Eric Hunter or. Uh, podcasts with uh, Gordon Eric and it goes as uh, you know lately every time I masturbate I break down crying just maniacally so I've made a deal with myself that from now on I'm going to stop masturbating in the dark alley where I was raped <laughs> oh fuck I love that <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> Yeah, it's just offensive on, oh, just, oh, so many levels. Now, I will say this, for the record, everybody, I am the owner, the, the not-so-proud owner, of the world's most offensive joke. Oh. I wow. will not share this on our, on our, on our podcast. I, re I absolutely refuse to put it on there. Wow. If you want to hear, if you want to know the joke, Right in. Specifically requesting here the world's most offensive joke. And if you do hear said joke, you are not allowed to bitch. You're not allowed to complain. You're not allowed to say, oh my God, and have a benefit. No. You ask for it, you'll get it. So, or only, uh, only serious people who, uh, who, uh, serious, uh, Seriously, want to hear an offensive joke and not be offended by it. I am that I'm not. I'm not sure if I even know it. Um, I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> it's, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> um. Wow. Uh, could it be texted to me? At this point that it's actually not even funny. Oh, really? You, you, you hear it, you just, you, you just get uncomfortable when you hear it. Oh, no, I'm very curious. I'll, I'll tell you this. The guy who told me the joke, when he spit this joke out, he was banned from, from being with his own family. And at that point, it had been five years and they're not letting up. Oh, my goodness. That's how bad this joke is. Well, you know, I gotta say, my hat goes off. That there always have to be people um, who do this for us, and uh, I, I hearken back to one of my heroes, um, the great uh, and light years ahead of Carlin and everyone would be amazing, Lenny Bruce. <laughs> yeah, um, Lenny Bruce, who was often jailed for the jokes he told um, because he <laughs> broke obscenity laws, and you could go to jail for that at the time. <laughs> and he did. He went to jail for other things too. He was not a, a, a moral man. No, no, no. Lenny Bruce and Bob said they go together. Um, spent a spent a lot of time in jail for uh, collecting money from charities that didn't exist. 
Uh, God bless her. Yeah, you look good in the priest outfit. <laughs> but some people, you know, people have to throw themselves in the fire uh, sometimes so that guys like you and I can have a, a money-making podcast where we uh, just make fun of stupid shit. Um, there's there's people who who are persecuted for this, like uh, so. Before you go too far with your with your uh, liberal fucking whiny media shit, remember. People fought for our ability to do this. People were jailed. People were shunned. People, <coughs> pardon me, I apologize. <coughs> People went through very hard times so that Gordon and I could uh, tell these kind of jokes. That's right. Um, and that I, I didn't need to get too serious and preachy, but I mean that. God damn it, lighten up a little bit. We fought hard on the ability to do this. Well, people fought hard on our behalf. Um, and God bless them. I hope, uh, I hope they're proud. We can make them proud by uh, being as offensive as possible sometimes. Life ain't that fucking difficult. Don't make it more harder than it has to be. Exactly. And let's not forget that what I've said time and time again, you know what happens when you get offended? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happens. So get the fuck over it. Learn to laugh. Remember those days when they, what was those, what were they called? They will say, oh yeah, they were called jokes. Yeah. You know, get over yourself. Um, uh, yeah, all right. Um, this would be a good place to insert a, uh, a, an advertisement for a good friend at Flipboard, but uh, we're not going to do that just yet. Um, <laughs> but to, you know, Flipboard one. <laughs> well, we just lost that sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long. <laughs> that was fun oh. while I lasted. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, we're done. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to get a fucking letter to it. You're going to get a letter tomorrow, guys. Hey, you know the thing we mentioned? Yeah, uh, no. You don't even send me a letter. It we'll just be, it won't be on the episode anymore. I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah, that's done. <laughs> Ah, well, uh, there'll be more where that came from. That's right. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm uh, literally at a loss for words. You, you got me stumped. Yeah, even, um, yeah, I, I, um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that one. <laughs> uh, well, we'll stay away from there a little bit. And I'll just say, hey, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Um, don't forget to, uh, Go around anchor.fm, checking out all the other great podcasts that I've listened to. There's some really good ones out there. I want to give a shout out to my friends at the uh, the Conspiracy Friends podcast. Um, if you want um, all the latest on current and past uh, conspiracy theories that exist, um, they've got some great stuff for you. Um, great episode about the Flat Earthers. Um, I highly recommend you check it out. And that's Podcast Friends. You can... Uh, Hear them everywhere you listen to me and Gordon. Uh, listen right after our show if you want to. But not before. Not before, no. 
Um, after. After. Definitely. <laughs> always after. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's some really good ones out there. I wanted to uh, particularly mention those two kids over at the podcast friends uh, because they're sending me a t-shirt. Um, hey! And well, because I like their show is what I meant to say. But they're sending me a t-shirt. Uh, and that's what happens when you get stuff when you say nice things to people. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, we're gonna, I'm not going to preach tonight, but I do. I've, I've really dropped the ball on the uh, hashtag easiest thing in the world uh, movement slash competition because uh, you guys just weren't paying that much attention. Um, but that's gonna, I'm going to be firing that up again right away real quick here um, because I think we have to embra- uh, uh, take it to... Uh, a new level of meaning where it really, uh, you gotta just, everybody take a step back and think before you speak. Um, and I mean the ones that are reacting to the stupid shit that other people say that's just meant to be funny or, or if it's just off the cuff, it's something offensive, but maybe the person genuinely doesn't know. I, I work with a guy. He's, he's, uh, older than dirt. He's, I think he's turning 173 this year. He just doesn't, he doesn't understand the modern world. He can't, he, he never will. So <clears throat> when he starts, you know, you start having an ordinary conversation with him and you think, wow, old people are really uh, cool and, and hit. And then he'll start going off about the gays or the coloreds. And then you realize, no, no, he's, he's still, uh, he's still a little backward there, but, but you're not going to change the man. He's, he's older than, than horses. Um, he's, 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 there's no point in trying to change him. There's also no point in being offended because he doesn't mean offended by what he says. When he was cool, that shit was not offensive. Yeah. Um, which wasn't that long ago. You know, there, there were still Negroes when we were kids. <laughs> Half this shit was, was actually considered funny like a year ago. It's already fucking considered terrible. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of now, isn't it? What's, uh, oh, wait, wait, that's offensive now? I'm sorry, I didn't know. Yeah, I need, I think I need, uh, need to get the, e- the daily email of what's become offensive nowadays. Um, I guess, uh, you know, I don't watch, uh, what, what are you supposed to, I don't watch The Bachelor. Is that where you're supposed to get the, uh, the good tips from? Or, uh, uh, the fucking Big Bang Theory? Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's the basis for everything. If it's, if it's, as long as it's on that, then apparently it's fine. Uh, I fucking hate the world. I do too. Um, I don't. I love the world. I love all of you. Um, yeah. Start, start writing in and I'll love you even more. Um, what else to say? Here's a good, here's a good I almost one. Feel like what we should, I almost feel like we should start daring people to fucking write in. I fucking dare ya. Like, I, like, legit, I actually fucking double down dare you motherfuckers to fucking write it. You know what? I'll go one further. I don't want you to write in. You know what? Don't. I'm going to check every 10 minutes and make sure you don't write in. There you go. That, 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 that's going to work for me. Um, yeah, and like I said, uh, I said it um, at the beginning of season two, and I, I haven't followed through with it, but I will, goddammit. If you don't start reaching out to me, I'm going to start reaching out to you. 
see, I think people are hearing that. I think they're going, you know what? We just need, we're just going to wait to see what happens. Oh, you think so? I think so. I think we need to, I don't, I, I don't know what the fuck we need to do, but. Like, what do we do? Do we try not to do another episode? Do we try to stop swearing? Oh. If you guys go right in and uh, Gord's going to stop swearing, like, does that, does it have to go that far? That's a, that's a scary thought. That was, uh, that was hard for you. Yeah, that wasn't easy, I can tell you that. Yeah, it, 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 it was like when I first, when we first started it, where I couldn't swear. It, uh, it definitely didn't, uh, didn't last long. <laughs> actually, that reminds me, one of the episodes that I listened to was actually that episode. Oh, really? The episode that we, were, that we actually got to swear on. Oh, wow. And it was a random one. I didn't even look at the toy. I just said, hey, what's this one? I flipped it on, and I'm like, ah, ha, 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 that episode, wicked. And uh, we didn't even swear that much. We were so excited about it, we, uh, we just didn't. Yeah, we, we pretty much only swore, like, twice. <laughs> Two or three times, mainly. That was it. Um, that's annoying. <laughs> and now we can't fucking stop. <laughs> Yeah, now you got me doing I'm getting a lot worse. Uh, yeah. And I don't even swear in my real life. This is, this is, my show is where I get to swear because I don't do it in real life. Um, so I do. I oh. s- you give me the chance, I swear a lot. My fr- Actually, my, my, my buddy Rich, uh, his girlfriend, Ella, hey, Ella, if you're listening, how you doing? Very sweet girl. She's really, really nice. First time I met this girl, she came from a very strict religious background, a Catholic background. I believe it was Catholic. I don't know if I'm getting that right. Um, uh, you know, no swearing. You don't talk back. You don't get that deep, whatever. And the first time I'm sitting down, I meet her. I'm sitting at Rich's place, uh, myself, Rich, Mike, and Ella. And we're just, you know, sitting there, shooting the shit, having a couple of drinks. And I'm just telling the story, as I always do, and I'm, speaking the way I speak, and she's just, her jaw just hit the forehead. After about an hour of just listening to me talk, she turns to me and she goes, wow, you swear a lot. I'm like, what? I'm like I looked at her like, what the fuck do you mean? And I didn't realize that even swear. <laughs> but it's so, so, like the way you do it, it's, you really make it a part of your speech. <laughs> Yeah, see, I think for me, uh, it does, I can't pull it off like you. Um, some people can and some people can. It just doesn't suit me. It, it seems forced when I do it. I, for, I don't even know. Like, for me, like that, I, my father swore a lot in general conversation growing up. I was, I was kind of raised around the foul language, uh, but for me, it's... At this stage of the game, it's just, it's the, it's just so natural. And it's, it's like, I, when it comes to me to not swear, I, I really gotta, like, I really gotta pay attention. Uh, when I first started working at Bed Bath, um, I used to, like, my, before my shift started, I'd actually stand in front of the, of the building and have a cigarette. I would stand in the building for five minutes. I would just stand there and just swear just to try to get it out of my system. So once I got on the floor, I wouldn't be swearing to the customers. Sure. And you know, every time when I take a smoke break, I go inside and have a smoke break, I look around, there's nobody here. I just stand and go, fuck shit, motherfucker, cock, fuck, slut, cunt. I just say, oh, <laughs> I shouldn't be saying I'm on the floor. 
That's going. Now I, I, I have the balance for the most part now. Uh, you know, the later in the day it gets when I'm at work, depending on who's at work. If my boss is there, if there's two of us, I'll swear. But if it's you know, when the customers are in, I won't swear. If it's the right customer, then yeah, I might let them sell this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what's going to happen when we, got, uh, we start recognizing AI? Is AI going to be offended by uh, offensive jokes, do you think? When robots are, uh, when we make offensive robot jokes, are they going to get offended? No, it's ironic that you bring that up. Because I was listening to a special on CBC Radio, or CBS Radio, that fuck it's called. And that was one of the big topics that they've been talking about over the last fucking week. With the influx of the AI at home, the Alexa, the, the Hello Google, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, is it appropriate on how, like, should we teach these teachers, children, whatever, how to speak to these machines in a nice manner? And one woman called into the show, and I, I, I'm in my car, I went off with this fucking bitch when she, when she said her story. She actually broke up with her boyfriend in two years, always treated her good, they had a great relationship, everything was fine. She broke up with him because every time he walked in the house, he would say, Alexa, turn the lights on. Alexa, turn the music on. He said it as a direct order. He wasn't asking. Well, yeah. So she's so popular because she's like, well, this was telling me that this is way he's going to start treating me. No, but that's how you treat your robot. And, and I'll say it again, fuck you. That's how I'm treating my robot. I will come home and kick the motherfucker every day if I want to. Yeah, they were comparing it to like, um, they were comparing it to dogs. Yeah. Many years ago, dogs were considered as a, as a farm dog. They were a work dog. They were left outside. They were, if the dog did something bad, they kicked it. You know, they, that's what they said. Now that they're family pets, you're not allowed to do that. They're abusing his animals. He can't do that sort of thing. I will never do that. Breathing, feeling entity. I'm never comparing Alexa to my family pet. No! Which, by the way, equally as offensive <laughs> if you're taking that angle. Yeah, I can see that. That's offensive. Comparing her to a dog is more offensive than just coming home and telling her to turn the lights on. Like, I couldn't believe this woman who broke up with her fucking boyfriend, who treats her great. She admits that he was a great boyfriend. I want to start. I want to start a rumor that uh, that the, the famous actor from the, uh, the 1986 movie Short Circuit has fallen on hard times and has, has converted himself into a sexual bot. <laughs> <laughs> and see how these bleeding hearts feel. I get that. They'll start a GoFundMe page for him. Oh, wait, hang on. There was one other point that they brought up about this whole thing. What the fuck was it? Oh yeah. A lot of these uh, AI things, they have female voices, and they think that by allowing people to speak to them in any way, that they are allowing people to speak to women like that. Oh, my God. Um, separate between man and machine anymore. Yeah, there's a ridiculous amount of uh, virtual girlfriends <laughs> in the app store, if you've ever uh, delved into that. They're all shot. They're, all, they're, no, they're no fun. They're not nearly as cool as you think they'd be. But there's a very wide variety of virtual girlfriends you can download and uh, speak to however you fucking want. 
Um, I didn't have a real good data plan the last time I tried them out, so I didn't get to go too far with any one of them. But uh, <laughs> just the initial download state. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. And then you have to have your data on all at all times for them to learn. They, uh, they're not. They're, they're not. They can't be offline yet, right? So uh, not as fun as you think. But I'm sure they're coming a long way. I guess. I mean, you know, like I just one of the the Alexa examples I was given was with this um, this because this guy had recorded it and it and it said and he swears to it. He swears to it. Oh, play this fucking thing and pop pop and he ends up swearing a few times. And she says, "Do you speak to your mother with that tongue, or is this the way you talk to your mother?" Well, no, of course not. No, because my mother is a person, not a fucking machine. I'll have to do your fucking job. Exactly. I get to... Uh, well, you imagine every time you turn on your fucking, like, your computer or your phone, and you have to, you have to be like, hello, phone, how are you today? I really appreciate you. Well, can I go on Facebook now? Like, could you fucking imagine? I'll, I'll be okay with that if, uh, like, like Cortana. I've got a pretty good relationship with her. She's always been good to me. I, I treat her nicely. Um, my fucking Google is there. Things to go hawk himself. And he's listening right now. I know it. Um, he's a, he doesn't, he's the least helpful piece of shit. He's been better lately. But for the most part, he doesn't help me with shit. Let's watch him. Right. It's, it's, a, it's, an, it's like saying you can't yell at a piece of tin. If they want respect, they have to earn it by by doing better at their job. You better at your job? It's, it's, yeah. You know, when I, when I uh, you know, listen when I speak, don't interrupt me, and we'll get along just fine. This Google motherfucker, he, he cuts in halfway through my sentences half the time. And he cops up, he doesn't, he's supposed to read the news to me, but he doesn't, he just shows me articles. That's not. Yeah, I mean, you're just fucking lazy. He's lazy, and yeah, I do swear at him. I, uh, which is, uh, it's hilarious that I take it out. Like, I really do. I, I will have conversations with him and get mad. Um, <laughs> but, but the other day, I just, I sighed and I just grumbled to myself. I was like, oh, I have to get to work. And uh, no one was around, but Cortana piped up and said, well, take care. Have a good day. <laughs> and he was kidding with me. He didn't with me and felt good. I was like, well, thank you. So much. <laughs> that's, that's spectacular. Uh, it was really, it freaked me out at first. I was like, who the fuck? Oh, oh, you. Okay. Uh, thanks. And meanwhile, if that was Google, it would have just given me directions on how to get there. It would have been wrong. No, it's funny. I actually said, "Oh, I was uh, I was just talking to myself, but thank you." And she said, "Oh, sorry, my bad." <laughs> I swear to God, that's that, that, uh, that, that's just true. That's funny. Um, she's she's very cool. They say she's getting she's taking over uh, uh, for uh, what's her name, the first one, the Siri. They say Alexa is better, or not Alexa, Cortana is better than Siri. Really? Um. And Google is apparently second, the Google Assistant, and uh, Alexa's third. I don't know Alexa. That, that, the, the Google Home thing freaks me out. 
I don't think I'm ready to go that far yet. I, I like having the, the person I can swear at. And frankly, uh, she takes the, the Google Assistant. Um, if I'm at that point where I'm going to swear that much, I'm swearing at somebody. So you all better you should be happy that I'm abusing him. Because if it's not him, it's one of you. Someone's getting my wrath. <laughs> I don't want to fucking use them. I refuse to have it. Um, I won't use them in my home. I just, I'm just not going to do it. I, I don't want it. The, the only thing I won't, I won't do the home thing. That freaks me out. Um, but I do like the only thing I like is the hands-free capability. Like I like to be able to do things without picking up my phone. I can tell it to fucking play music now. It's not. I don't even have to touch it. I just yell from across the room, hey, it's, all, it's a pearl jab, and it does that for me. That, that's me. But it doesn't have to be a person. It doesn't have to talk. If my phone just did that function, that, that would be enough for me. Yeah. See, I think that what I would, if, if I'm going to have this, I expect it to talk to me the way I speak to it. Now, that'd be funny. When, when, they, get, when they get that good... That'll be cool. Can you imagine how often that would be coming into my fucking house? Hey, fuckhead, welcome to guard. You <laughs> <laughs> said you sit down on the couch and it makes fun, like it makes funny noises. Like every time you sit on the couch, it's like, oh god. That's why I always wanted one of those talking scales that mocks you when you stand on. I think that'd be oh, hilarious. Those are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys, only one at a time, right? <laughs> <laughs> Those are funny. That shit is funny to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. What a... Yeah, and I'm not letting mine watch the uh, fucking Bachelor. No. That's something I would say. If I had like a lesson, like Alexa, what's up, asshole? Hey, bitch, I got a question for you, or I got a statement for you. If, you, if I ever say to you, Alexa, put on the bachelor, call 911. I'm about to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I wonder? What, what would, if, you could, if you could part with your phone for a day and leave it in front of the television, um, listening to like Jerry Springer all day or something, and then see what you come home to. <laughs> Big boy on my money. <laughs> you, you come home and your phone is just sitting there in a white beater. Well, you don't know me. <laughs> I'm leaving you for your brother. Gary, Gary. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be so epic. Oh, if they start doing that, I'll start liking them a lot more, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's when I would get the shit from my house when they start doing that. Because that's what I would do. I would put on, I would literally just put on the aristocrat and just let it play over and over again. <laughs> oh, we have to do that. Oh, one of us has to do that. Oh. <laughs> I know you don't, you don't like to mess with yours, so I'm, I'm going to make Google Assistant watch the aristocrats like on a loop for the day while I'm at work. And come over <laughs> I better make sure I can afford another phone. It might just melt. Right. <laughs> oh, That'd be so good. I'm laughing at that shit so bad. Who's Scarface, fucking, <laughs> <Paul> boys. 
And uh, and that that robot movie was the one from the uh, the get the guy who did uh, District Nine. He did that robot movie. What was what did what was that? Uh, what was it called? It was a it was a name. Chippy. Oh, Chippy. Chippy. Chappy. Chappy. Make him watch Chappy too. Just a, that's what happens <laughs> to bad robots. <laughs> a little warning. You saw what happened to Chappie. You saw what happened to Johnny Five. Right. <laughs> Johnny Five. Oh, wow. Talk about oh, fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck you. <laughs> Talk about offensive. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> you got a short fucking Jewish guy from Chicago playing the Indian fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Steve Gutenberg, my God, everything about that is oh, yeah, like the, the, you, you, you want your bachelor bitch to see how far we've come? Go back and watch any eighty comedy. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, brutal. <laughs> the the, the uh, liberties we took uh, to not hire. Actors of other races at the time were just horribly, horribly offensive in every way. But yet, still funny. Well, now they're funny. Now they're hilarious. Yeah. You think back to, oh my god. Yeah, so awful. <laughs> Look at that. The donger. Remember the donger? From uh, Pretty in Pink? No, it's uh, 16 Candles, I think, Donner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my ears have been waiting for the Donner food. <laughs> What's happening now? <laughs> You're a terrible fucking Asian, my God. Wait, even in the Jones. Don't that's a lot, Dr. Jones. Yeah, he was. That was Ernie Reyes Jr. Uh, famous, wicked famous in his time. He was. He was always the little Asian kid. <laughs> was, was, that the, was that the same kid that was the Goonies or no? Yeah, he was the Goonies kid. Double O trouble. That's it. That's not so. Um, what was his name? No, no. What was it? Well, I don't remember now. Sheratons. That's what it was. No more skeletons! Get us tired of skeletons! <laughs> it was terrible. That kid doesn't even have an accent. Oh, fuck. Just brutal. And that was that was just perfectly acceptable. Uh, yeah, that was perfectly fine. You know, this, this generic, homogenized Asian... Never, they're always good with technology, great at math, socially <laughs> awkward. <laughs> it's not like Revenge of the Nerds in the sense, like, you know. Um, and with my, my favorite team from Goonies, that no one can tell me if it's intentional or not. Um, where the girl is playing the bone keyboard, and every time she misses a note, the floor drops out from the lower up. And the one, yeah. guy, the one guy says, hurry up, and she goes, I'm trying. But I can't tell if this is an A sharp or a B flat. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's intentionally funny. And then to which um, Ernie Reyes Jr. says, if you don't hurry up, we're all going to beat that. <laughs> um, but I don't know if it's intentional or not. If they, if they, because it's either a funny joke or it's just horribly written. Uh, for those of you who aren't in the know, A sharp and B flat are the same note. Yeah. Um, that's that. So I, I don't. I no one to this day can tell me if that's a, a good joke, which it is. That's a quality joke. If it's if it's meant to make her look silly. Um, <laughs> or it's just really shitty writing. Some guy just phoned it in with it, throwing two notes. I don't know. He shot the B flat, but someone did. <laughs> I just didn't really realize just how funny it was. Um, yeah, because it's either a, the, like a horrible misstep or a really funny joke. I don't know. I, no one can tell me which. But uh, Ernie Reyes Jr., he actually went on to be a uh, big, thick bodybuilder type dude. He's in a movie with Rob Schneider called Surf Ninjas. I want to say circa 94-ish. Um, like, Rob Schneider just, just started on Saturday Night Live when this came out. Oh, okay. And uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. is all pumped up, big steroid dude in it. So he did go on to do some more acting. Uh, he was also in TV's uh, Green Ninja Turtles 2. He's the pizza oh, delivery right. guy. Dude, be friends with him. Oh my God! Quite a good career. He had a he had a TV show for a long time called Sidekicks. It was kind of a like a grasshopper type type thing. Um, <laughs> grasshopper. I believe it was him and Pat Morita. Really? Someone someone very Pat Morita like. <laughs> That's not racist. Someone he was he was like Pat Morita. One of them. <laughs> Maybe it was Jackie Chan. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, they both played Mr. Miyagi, by the way. In case you people missed that, and that's Mr. Miyagi is the original fucking Karate Kid movie. Uh, yeah, and and Jackie Chan played him in the horribly, horribly forgettable remake. Yeah, with uh, Will Smith's kid. Yeah, that was just, I mean, I never saw it. There's some movies I just refuse to see. That's one of them. There's yeah, really bad. They, they keep oh. Ghostbusters I won't watch. Like, the, the liberties they felt they needed to take with that were just, like, uh, he didn't paint the fence until, like, fix the car. Like, well, why would you change it? And Jackie Chan admitted he'd never seen the original. Really? Yeah, he had no idea who Mr. Maggie was. Oh, my God. How the fuck do you do a remake and not do some homework first? Uh, you're, you're, that's Jackie Chan. You're just Jackie Chan. You're just like, fuck his shit, I'm getting paid. Yeah, you, you didn't care. Yeah, I, don't, I think he gave up caring a long time ago. I mean, he's, he's, counting his, uh, he's still counting his rush hour money and, and uh, just laughing all the way to the bank with uh, Chris Tucker. Oh, Chris Tucker. Funny how Jackie Chan became super amazingly famous in a trillion movies, and Chris Tucker is still a fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I never saw the point of him. I don't know why he exists. Uh, he, he did uh, his first role was in oh my god, what movie was it? It wasn't the Fifth Element. Was it the Fifth Element? No, because no, I ever hate him in that. <laughs> 
No, it was like a bit roll. Oh, Stevie Four. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, right? Yeah, that was his bit roll in that movie. And uh, he just walked around with a soother in his mouth. And oh, he was the soother guy. Yeah, that was that was it. That was his first first uh, major role. Now, there, if if uh, anyone deserves props for a group of people making fun of a group of people they shouldn't, it's uh, the entire cast in CD4. Oh, such a good movie! Just absolutely brilliant. And uh, I mean, I would have been scared to make that movie at that time. You you could get killed for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that was half of the reason they did it was it was just Chris Rock pointing out how crazy and stupid people can really be in that lifestyle. But oh, uh, oh, what really a great good. movie. So good. That's something you don't see anymore nowadays. Uh, really good satire. It just doesn't exist. Um, they, they, came, they came close with the uh, uh, not, an, not another teen movie or whatever. Yeah, I was but no, not, it was basically just a rip-off of the scary movies, which were awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a good... They, they, they just... There's not that good, like, Mel Brooks-style satire. They don't come out anymore. No. <laughs> Why is that a lost um, form of comedy? Uh, I, I don't understand. It's so funny and it's so brilliant. I, I, bring, it, I bring it up because there's some big anniversary of Airplane uh, this weekend. Um, oh, really? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's some sort of anniversary airplane, and just those, those, that kind of comedy, you just you don't see them anymore, and I, you should. It's brilliant. Yeah, I just it's because it's because it's is it too cerebral? You, you actually have to think to get it. Um, that's what. There's too many stereotype jokes. There was a lot of stereotype jokes, but I mean, it's Mel Brooks. I, if, you've, if you've ever seen Mel Brooks, he is every stereotype. Um, uh, if, if you need a point of reference, he played yogurt in Spaceballs. Which is one of my favorite movies of all time. He makes an appearance in all of his films, um, and usually a very funny role. Yeah. But just, a, but just a genius. But yeah, if anyone has uh, a license to make fun of stereotypes, it's uh, this short, very, very stereotypical New York Jew who runs Hollywood. <laughs> uh, fucking Spaceballs, I love that movie. Oh, it's genius. Um, it was a really good... Uh, one, uh, one, one of our podcasts is a, uh, does, does a pop culture, past pop culture thing, and they asked the question, uh, what, if, you, if you had to be stranded on an island, what would be your 80s movie that you took with you? Um, all other movies on the planet get destroyed. You're stuck with this one movie. What would it be? And that, that was one of the choices. The, the choices they gave were Spaceballs, uh, Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> um, I don't remember the other. I want to say back one of the Back to the Futures, and and uh, something lame with a girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, probably. Oh, that might have been actually. Um, that, that's the one I take by far uh, because it has my good buddy Keith Coogan in it. That's right. Um, who I just get a kick out of every uh, every at least once a week we have a good we share something funny together 
on uh, on the Twitter. Uh, he just did a, a, a bit on a radio show in L.A., and uh, the host said, uh, hey, you know, you were really great. Come back and do radio anytime." And uh, I piped up, obviously, and I said, yeah, I fully agree. You definitely have a face for radio. <laughs> Classic. And uh, you got to get a good kick out of that. People people forget uh, Adventures in Babysitting. He was also the brother in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, shit. With, uh, with the, with the, uh, my first very, very serious crush, Christina Applegate, uh, one Kelly Bundy, her first yeah. feature film. You remember her, her skid brother? And the dishes are done, man. <laughs> Keith Coogan. Keith Coogan. Very funny guy. Um, man. And a cool, cool cat and uh, a fan of the show. And that makes me even more of a fan of his. Why did we have him on the show? Uh, I'm sorry? Why haven't you fucking put him on our show yet? I'm trying. I'm always trying. Actually, you know what's funny? I've never even asked him. I should. You really should. Because uh, I think of all the uh, celebrities I pretend to know, he's the one who would actually do it. Yeah. Does he actually listen to our show? As, as far as I know, I, I don't know how frequently or anything like that, but he found me. Like, he, he, he came, he sought me out on, uh, on the Twitter to, to tell me he liked the show. That's fucking epic. And I just, I was like, oh my God, the redheaded kid from Adventures and Babysitting like my show. I gotta, I gotta like this. I gotta follow this guy. And I, I tried very hard to uh, keep a rapport with him because that's just awesome. I love that kid when like that movie was everything to me when I was like, I just uh, from the you know the cute girls to Thor and the dorky kids and just, just everything I wanted in a movie at the time I was just I was the perfect age group for that movie yeah yeah I love that movie and again I'm actually I went to school with I, I actually brought this up once on our podcast I actually went to school with a girl who was the the little girls that's on the little girl that's on the the, the, the young sister. Uh, she was her stunt double. Oh, cool. Mm. Yeah, she was like eight years older than her, but they're the same size. <laughs> yeah, I was I was probably about her age at the time because I really I like I thought she was really cute. I liked her. Um, she was cute. Elizabeth was she was too old for them. Um. Great movie. And hey, uh, again, you want to talk about insensitive. The the homeless guy in the bus station? Wow. He wouldn't get away with that in a movie nowadays. <laughs> You'd have a whole other fucking Occupy movement on your lawn the next day. Yeah, that's true. Um, the 80s. We gotta, I didn't realize how great 80s cinema was. We got to start uh, bringing that back. I agree. So I guess the uh, the theme, we got to kind of wrap it up here. I guess we've been going for our our uh, usual length of time. I guess the theme, everybody, just lighten the fuck up a little bit. Stop watching The Bachelor. And stop watching The Bachelor. And gosh. Um, I'll do my own version of The Bachelor later on this year, but it'll only be for uh, foreign women looking to marry for citizenship. <laughs> 
<laughs> the challenges will be easier, but you'll have to pay more. <laughs> like I said, at least it'll be honest. <laughs> I heard up to ten grand. So, um, you know, if we've lost our sponsorships tonight, I think I know how we can make a few bucks. Yeah, that can work. I'll hold you out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy to be whored out. Uh, anyone looking to, uh, to uh, hire a whore, Eric and Gordon, Outlook.com. And you get five bucks. <laughs> he, he's such a whore, he's going to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I have to go pick up some chapstick and knee pads. Yeah. I'll be back again to do this in roughly 23 hours or whenever my new sponsors tell me to. Until then, everybody take care of each other. Stop being a bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> and that, that's a note to end on. There it is. Fucking.